God is a devil a church in a I'm in a know who you What's going on ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Possibly a Preacher. I'm your host, Dylan Ray. And uh man, this isn't gonna be the start of the episode with the filming, but I'm gonna add this in as part of the episode. But the sh- the struggle that I am facing in my life right now is like something that others may just like bat their eye at, but it, it it's tearing me up so much because I want to do better for God and I know that I'm letting him down, but man, I'm trying, I'm fighting. I don't want anything more than a relationship, an intimate relationship with Christ. It's crazy when you think back on your life and you realize that all of this was preparing you. There's, there's nothing in your life that's going to happen to you. I always say, and my friends and anyone that you ask that knows me, I always say everything happens for a reason, and that's his reason. And once you really start to look at what's happened in your life and see how it's affected you, and you got to stop, you got to cut out the distractions, man. You got to stop getting drunk every night to, you know, suppress stuff. You got to face your problems straight on, address what's wrong, and take the measures to fix yourself and make yourself better. Because God is loving, but God is not rewarding to lazy people, in my opinion. I mean, in the Bible, um, you look at all the disciples that he blessed or people that he, he helped, and it was usually when they were working. A lot of them worked the fields, fished. I got a, a whiteboard right now. It says, do not limit the Lord. Trust in his timing. Wait patiently in his calmness. When you can't hear his voice speaking, trust that his hands are working. You can't expect God to do the supernatural when you can't do the natural. If you're not doing and taking care of the natural stuff that needs to be done to live a life and be a better person, he's not going to do the supernatural, man. He's not. I got a quote, too, uh, from Psalm 32.8. I can trust God to lead me on the best path for my life. Trust in God to lead you to the best path of your life. Don't fight him. Don't, you know, it's not worth it. The grace of God and the, the love and power and joy and strength, not power, strength, that I've felt from, from our Lord is incredible. And I, I want to know him better. But you got to, in my opinion, I'm trying to take the steps to be better. And I know he'll help me. And I know I'm, we're in this journey together, and everybody talks about life's in uh, seasons. And some seasons you're up, and some seasons you're down. But it's all preparing you for, for your greater purpose. And with that, I'm going to go take a shower and relax. But I just had to get that off my chest. A straight hit. You got to get off your ass. Part of my language. That is one thing that I'm trying to work on. I cuss a lot. Uh, I'm going to blame it on the blue-collar lifestyle. Shout out all the blue collar boys out there. Giddy up one time. Giddy up. That's right. But I'm trying to work on that. But once again, you can expect God to do the supernatural when you can't do the natural. Peace up. A town. Give me at you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of Possibly a Preacher. I'm your host, Dylan Ray. And and, uh, I'm sure you guys listened to that message that I had recorded earlier today. And there's struggles that you're going to deal with in your life and you need to rest in his uh ever calming presence because God will not allow you to face something that you 
can't um, withstand, that you can't make it through the other side. He'll do one of two things. He will either give you a way out, or he will give you the strength needed to get through it. And I'm pretty certain, um, I'm sure I could probably back those up with Bible verses if I knew something trying to get better at. Um, But man, he is ever-loving. His strength is unimaginable. His grace and his joy are unmeasurable. And uh, he has a special purpose for all of us. And I guess that's what we're all searching for in life. Sorry, I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I've been reading a book recently. Um, sorry, let me get situated here. I've been reading a book recently called um, called Kingdom Single by Tony Evans. And my grandma got me this for Christmas. Shout out my grandma. Shout out Nat for the one time. Idiot. But the chapter that I'm reading right now is The Contentment of Singles. And uh, I'm just going to read off some of the stuff I highlighted because, I don't know, I just feel like talking about this today. So I'm going to read a little bit of it. When sin entered the whoa, when sin entered the human race, with it came selfishness, abuse, immorality, abandonment, divorce, desertion, and death. All these things and more contribute to an overabundance of singleness. Discontent has a way of causing us to lose what we already have in an effort to gain what often does not even exist. He uh, paints the picture of a dog when it walks up to a lake off the dock of a lake and um with a bone and it sees a, a bigger dog in its reflection with a bigger bone and it drops the bone to get the dog's bigger bone, the reflection that he's seeing, and he loses his bone in the process. How many Christian singles have given up their well-being, peace of mind, health, hope, and hearts in an effort to go after the illusion of intimacy and wholeness without the bonds of marriage or without entering in the right kind of kingdom marriage? You should be complete in who you are alone, and marriage then becomes an added bonus. He goes on to talk about coveting, and um, talks about Paul, um, and the great story of Paul when um, he was locked away and um, abandoned by all his friends, and he wasn't able to see anybody, but yet he wrote these incredible words that go something like, Finally, brethren, whatever, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, Whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good rebuke, there is any excellence, and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Contentment doesn't come as part of our DNA. In fact, this very absence of contentment is what Satan exploited in the Garden of Eden in order to usher in the first failure of sin. Think about it. Eve had endless fruitless trees that she could eat from, but she fell to the desire for the one that she couldn't and i think a lot of people like when i think about this i think about relationships nowadays people are so easy to to abandon to jump ship because there there's so many people there's these apps and you know i have my past and i'm not proud of it but god tells you not to dwell on the past focus on the now and and the journey that he has for you and realize that the stuff that happened in your life, like I was saying earlier, the stuff that happened in your life has made you who you are and has made you what he's wanted you to be. Everything happens for a reason and it's his reason. But everybody, there's these dating apps and there's Instagram and there's TikTok and there's all these apps where everybody's seeing all these super attractive people and everybody, there's so many people at the touch of their finger. And I think we get caught up in that and we, we've 
the life that we desire is one with one person, a true love, a true connection, a true, you know, it's next level. But culturally, we desire sex and we desire fun and we desire all this stuff. And man, discontentment is the leading cause of divorce. Nobody's content nowadays. Everybody thinks they deserve better. Nobody's willing to put in the work. When I think about love now, I think about sticking with somebody through hell or high water and building that long-term connection and sharing memories and laughing together and enjoying good music and enjoying God's presence and reading Christian books together and praying together and building a goals together and and trying to do better for him by him man i got this uh i got this little device here uh my back is acting up right now i do roofing for work um and yeah the back's a little tight i actually injured this exact spot on my back um earlier i guess last year now and uh seems to be coming back so we're gonna try to take it easy but Man, I tell you what, <clears throat> God is great, God is alive, and God is well. I'm trying to do better for him, I'm trying to do better for myself. You know, we all get caught up in this this rat race, and uh, man, I uh, I watched Theo Vaughn, and he, he was talking about how he wants to, he's got to live in the moment. He's got to, you know, cherish the stuff that's going on in the now and the present. I just, uh, we get too caught up in the, uh, the future and we're always looking for the next thing man living the now living the present that's what i'm trying to do this year and I, I i've been doing it i've been making these moments i've been you know dancing in my room and making cherishing the small stuff that's happening and uh it's changed my outlook on a lot of things and i don't know man it's a beautiful world straight up I also think I might have COVID. I feel like I've been out of breath recently. Like I feel like I can barely talk without getting out of breath. Maybe I should quit the vape. I gotta quit the vape. Man, I gotta quit the vape straight up. On a stramity bit. Um, man, this is a new new idea for me. I threw up uh, episode one yesterday, and I should have deleted some of the downtime. Because since we were on a phone call, there was a little bit of a delay. But I definitely should delete it. Someone add straight up. Man, this thing is zapping me to pieces. I didn't even explain this. This is a, uh, man, what do they call these? It's a zappity bit. Now, what the, what is this called? A stimulator. Stimulate your senses. I don't, I forget what it's called. I'm having a brain fart here. But, uh, it's buzzing, it's zapping, it's, it's sensational. Sensational. Get it. Man, work's going good. Um, man, wash the truck today. She looking good. Um, man, this thing is getting me. It's snatching me up. Man, we got done at work early. That's the only reason I'm really recording this. Had a little downtime. Had a little time to relax beforehand, and I don't even know what time it is right now. Hold on. Let me check the phone. It's 6.53, but, uh, I'm out here. I'm alive. I'm breathing. I'm well. I am still sick, a little bit sick. Not too sick. Not too sick, I need to go see the doctor. Psh, doctor Schmachter. Get, get, get out of my face. Straight up. But man, um, 
Whoops. I've been living in the moment. I'll tell you what. If I had one piece of advice for somebody to, to try to do in the new year, I think it would be that. It's it's made me appreciate things so much more. And I I, I constantly try to, throughout my day, see see if I can find God. See if I can see him. See if I can hear him. See if I can feel him. And I think that desire that I've had, well, obviously it's from him, but he's been fulfilling that desire. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to feel. And it's exciting. <laughs> it's so exciting. And uh, if, I, if I would want anybody in the new year to be able to feel a certain feeling and feel alive without all this stimulation that we get from, you know, the modern world that we have around us, it would be that and a burp but man i'm just excited i'm excited about this project i have a couple people i might want to have on and i'm excited to hear their stories and sit down and talk with them i'm excited for the new year i'm excited for uh the fire that the lord has set in my soul and i know i ain't you know i have my downfalls but i'm really trying to get strict about things and i'm really trying to work on myself for him to be a better recipient of what he has for me. And, and man, I, I'm trying to read the word. I have other books that I'm reading that I should just read the word. I should just read the Bible. Um, but I think in my mind, I'm telling myself like, well, these are Christian books, like stuff that they talk about and they're referencing the Bible a lot. Like you're still learning the lessons, but I still think I need to sit down and read the word for at least an hour maybe a half an hour combined with my other books, like an hour total, um, and just really get, get close with them and get connected. Get on the same page. Get on the same page with God. Straight up. Man, you know, I laugh, but it's a serious matter. It's a serious matter, honestly, in my opinion. You know? And, you know, I know I've, I have my past, but once again, we're looking past that. And the way I see it now is I... Don't want to be sitting, waiting for judgment and look behind me and see my best friend or someone in that I knew and them telling me, well, why didn't, why didn't you, why didn't you tell me about this? Why didn't you tell me this would come? Why didn't you tell me this would be the end? And me say that like, there's a guy on YouTube and I'll I'll reference his page, but I, I think he said something along these lines of, I can't imagine turning around and looking at my friend or family member and telling them that I didn't tell them that this was what was going to happen. Like you weren't going to have to face judgment for your life because I didn't want to be seen as a fanatic or, um, you know, a religious psycho. I wanted to speak the truth and know that I, I did God's work and I, I spread the word of God. The tongue, the mouth has a powerful, powerful, um, decision. Life and death is on the tongue. I'll quote the Bible verse, but strap in, strap in, because I know it's not going to be easy, and I know I'm going to face my trials, and I know I'm going to have tough times, and I'm going to have good times, and as long as I have him by my side, as long as I have him, and I can talk to him, and the spirit is in you, and God desires a connection with that spirit, because he put it there, and uh, yeah, I just want to get closer, I just want to get closer, I want to hold his hand. I want to walk through life and I, you know, I want others to join me in this walk. God is good. I'll end this by reading something that I wrote the other night. 
God's timing is rarely our timing. God is not bound by the concept of time that we know and understand. He knows everything that's ever happened from the start to finish down to the second. Everything that happens in this world, in our life, and others, is a complex, interconnected, ever-moving and continual picture that he has been painting. No detail has been overlooked. No inter- Every interaction he uses others in our lives and us in others. Do not limit the Lord. Allow yourself to give up your desire for your life and rest easy in the peace of his plan. When your plans don't work out, it means that it wasn't God's plan. His ways are not our ways. His time is not our time. Trust in the Lord our God with every aspect of your life. If you wait for God, he will work for you. He's orchestrating things for his glory and your good. Become a living sacrifice for the Lord. Walk by faith, not by sight. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, the Alpha and Omega, the King of Kings, the Creator of all. You may feel urgency, but that doesn't mean that God does. He sits calm and unshaken in times of trouble, but he will never allow you to take on something that you can't handle. Rest easy in the Lord our God. Trust him with everything in your life, for he knows everything that will come and pass. When you can't hear his voice speaking, trust that his hands are working. God is constantly working in your life. Constantly. Nothing is overlooked. Think with that, we're going to end the episode here, ladies and gentlemen. I hope, you know, something, maybe something I said today will stick with you. And uh, if I had to recommend anything, just start talking to him. Start praying. Reach out and feel his love. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an honor. Um, Let me end this episode in prayer. What do we say? Dear Lord, dear Lord, um, I want to thank you for a beautiful day. I want to thank you for an easy day at work. Thank you for the beautiful weather and the time to wash my truck. She's looking good. She's looking real pretty. The silver bullet. I want to thank you for allowing me to have that truck and allowing me to have strength to get to the situation that it took to get to that truck and sticking by my side and giving me the strength day in and day out. I ask that you uh, bless everyone that is watching this and everyone that I know, people from my past, people maybe that I even haven't met yet. Um, I know there's not a step that I don't that I take, that you're not with me, and I'm excited for this walk of faith with you. Um, there's nothing that I desire more than an intimate relationship with, with you, God, and uh, may you just allow that my message be your words, and may I honor you with my words. Thank you, Lord. In God we trust. Amen. Peace out, people. Gideon. By your grace I have hope You've already paid